views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Whoa, super duper welcome. Welcome to all of you. It is great uh, to be tuning in and turning on to all of you. Usually we say thank you for tuning us in and turning us on, and we actually do thank you for doing that. Um, You know, it's really kind of interesting. Somebody shared a story with me, and I'm going to share it in a minute. Uh, but first, let me give a shout out to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. How you be? Good, good. Hope day. Yeah. Hope day. Yeah. One That's... more time. Hope day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. If you haven't seen the commercial, it's pretty ridiculously nice. funny. It's good. Gotta love Camel. There's a new one. I don't know. Have you seen him walking around in the theater? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. It's he's, what, what he's it? doing the same thing with yeah. this whole camel and the hump day thing oh with my hey, God. Mike, 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 Mike. Oh that guy, right? God. Yeah, right. I feel on, like right I'm right exactly uh, channeling him right now. I think you are. I uh, think you've got the you got the vibe. Thank you. You he, got the groove and the vibe. The groove. He's you got the groove and the vibe. In the theater trying to get people to turn off their cell phones and so forth. Exactly. That's the that's, that's the, the newest funny spun funny. from yeah. I think it's funny. Gotta love and that. you got to love that. Mm-hmm. You got to love that. Turn off the cell phones. Mm-hmm. That's what we're trying to say. And for those of you that are listening to the show, you can listen to the show through the telephone app. The telephone. Uh-oh. I oh, said telephone boy. app. You want to throw in through a rotary the there? App. You got to say phone app. I'm sorry. Oh, no, telephone. I said the word telephone. Oh, dang. The phone app. Jessica would say no. It's just the app. The app. And we actually do have an app. But I'm not sure. Jessica, call in and tell us how. Tell people. Would you call into the show and let everybody know how they can download the app? Because I'm not sure what to tell them. Uh, thank you guys for tuning us in. We have got a super great show for you today. And as I said, um, uh, this is where you get to do what you do, love what you do, do what you love, love everybody, and peace and joy in the world. Okay, we're done. Done. That'd be yeah. the show That's for today. Take it. Yeah. Uh, I uh, Look at this. Okay, so I got this little magazine on here, right, that I got. See that little mag? Oh, put on the camera. There you go. Okay, with my, my nails, my new nails. Okay, do you see that? Okay, so we're not going to look at that bike because that's not a Harley. So uh, the magazine is this music, right, music, and it's M, music, I guess, for music. And so I picked it up, and I thought, oh, there she is, Sarah McLaughlin. Where's she been? Where's she been? Now, um, it's interesting because I think about women in music um, quite a bit. And I'm reminded about what she created. Remember when she did the tour? 
that she did Sarah McLaughlin and then Cheryl Crow joined her and they, you know, that, that, um, and I thought to myself, that was such a really cool thing to do is to bring these folks out and bring us music, uh, in a way that used to be old school music festivals. It's kind of like music festivals, the earthier times. That's no, I'm dead serious. Mid '90s music was kind of an earthier feel, with kind it of was, wasn't it? Earthy's a good like way. the alternative, like Darius Rucker, Hootie and the Ooh. Blowfish, those types of people, and it moved, and it was yeah. earthier tones. I think earthier that's, that's, tones. That's the tour. So okay, so let me ask you your music aficionado, Mr. Benny is a music aficionado, aficionado. That's the that's what you said. Okay, so how would you put Sinead O'Connor? Because you know what? She made it in the in the wire January 28th of 1990. She made it under the wire for the 90s. She just she said, I'm not going to be part of the 80s. And so she made it in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. I, would you, do you get her like uh, something compares to you? Do you think it's like earthy? I think kind of. I think it was the start of it. I think it was the start of but it. But then she. It's a mega hit. She kind of. Threw back herself by tearing up the picture of the Pope on national TV, but we won't go there. I mean, come on, can I ask you? A she question? can't run it. She okay, cannot but get I away gotta from ask it. you a question. All right, all right, Was that can't... any worse than Madonna doing "Like a Prayer" on the MTV Music Award or whatever she did on MTV? Why? Why it is, is it different. we were so? Is it different? I think it's different because Madonna's the doing, Pope. but not Madonna's doing her own thing with okay. music relations. Okay, music nothing relations. to do with political scene. She had the cross on her and the whole thing. Are Everyone you Everyone wears a cross. My relatives went to confession for her. <laughs> they went to confession for Madonna. It's been a long line. There you go. We got a great show for you guys today. <laughs> This is what happens when I come into the studio. And yeah, we get to catch up really quickly. I, I wonder if my guest has now hung up the phone. We'll have to check. Lori. No, she's still there. <laughs> wait. No, is no, she's still, still there. there? Yeah. Did she hang up the phone yet? I don't think Did so. Did she say like, oh, she wait a be. minute. How, who signed me up for this show? Right. Ooh, girl. <laughs> Heaven time. Love this. Discovering a new way of life after a near-death experience with my fabulous, fabulous author, guest host today, Lori Brewer. You know. There's been a lot out in the media now about near-death experiences. And actually, people are coming out about their near-death experiences. And, you know, I'm really admirable of the folks that do talk about this, you know, that talk about what they've discovered and how their lives have changed. And the reason that I am is because, you know, it's hard to be part of something as extraordinary as this and keep it to yourself. Carry that around. Have people think that, you know, there's something wrong with you. Maybe you're hallucinating. You know, I, I'm telling you, after I saw entities in my house as a young child, I, I went, I was off to a psychiatrist. So what is it like, you know, for someone, this amazing person, sister, wife, daughter, mother, friend, this person, this businesswoman, this person that has an extraordinary story to tell? What happens when her experiences reach the edge, the edge of what some people would call normal? But we're getting to know a lot right now about life, about death, about consciousness, about the, the yeses that we, that we say in our lives, and about the voice that we want to have in this world. So she's here joining us to talk about 
what this experience. And actually, we have several copies of this is her fabulous book. See the book over here? Everybody's watching on the camera, right? And look at there's Lori's picture. See your little picture right oh, there? Oh, cute Benny? little mug there. Isn't that cute? Very cute. Right there. See that? There we go. Oops, I got it the wrong way. There we go. Beautiful. <laughs> and so she's here to join us because. <laughs> Sorry, we need to work did, on your framing of the camera there. Bring down the book just a little bit. There okay. you go. Do I have the, well, Sorry, we're working with video oh, and audio. Good? Yeah, you got it. Perfect. Do I have it right there? Yeah, that's why the screen's okay. facing you. Can you, you see that? Do you think I could see that? Oh, screen? no, you're right. Okay, okay my bad. There we go. Sorry, we're stalling. All right. Lori, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, guys. It's so nice to be here, and it's so awesome to meet you guys. It's just great. <laughs> we thought, did you think we were, you were going to, like, hang up there in a little bit? We got off no, a little no, bit. No, I was enjoying every minute of it. Okay. I, I thought it was awesome. It was perfect. I was like, okay, so when am I going to get started here? <laughs> no, it's all good. You guys are, you just rock on. You guys have done such a good job. Well, you know, it's interesting. I talked about two different people, both of them women. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, of course, and then uh, Madonna, both of them evolutionary, revolutionary and uh, people that have come forth with their own version of truth. Now, I'm not saying I agree or disagree. We're talking truth today. But that's really what your book is about, isn't it? I mean, I refer to you as coming out with the story. What was the pivotal decision for you to do that? Actually, you know. I, I'm still actually struggling with it, to be totally honest with you. Like, it, it was such a profound experience. It was almost like night and day. So we have to appreciate that I was a real estate woman. I, I sold 60 houses with Century 21. I, wow. I worked extremely hard. I was a single mom. I was paying the bills. I was rushing around, doing my meetings. I, I was like, I was like the worker bee of the worker bee. And so... You then all of a sudden, and then you're married. So I was newly married, maybe like two years, something like two years. So we have this new blended family. So we got the still the same old struggles. Next thing I know, I I, because I've had a cardiac condition for most of my life since Mm -hmm. I was 16, but it's Mm -hmm. not fatal. It's more like a nuisance. It's never going to kill you, so you never have to worry about it. So it's not like something like it was an impending cancer or something. So one night I have one of my attacks, I go to the hospital. The minute I had my starting of my attack, I knew I wasn't going to make it. I mm. knew it. But I didn't know that it meant death. I just knew that it it was a totally different attack. I have all the stuff. And as soon as this experience is over, I come out and I'm a totally different person. I no longer can sell real estate. I no longer really like people. I don't really like this world. I come out a total totally different person. My husband always laughs. He's like, you know, he he got the best of two worlds. He married one woman, but he gets to sleep with two because the first woman that he met is totally not the woman that I am today. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like he has two totally different women. So coming out with this story was, it just, you are actually the very first coming out publicly uh, with this story publicly. And I'm very honored to be on the show because I know you're going to take very good care of my heart. So it's very difficult coming out with the story because the ridicule is so bad. Because when you have the word near-death experience, for me, because I'm a very, I'm an optimistically healthy skeptic, which means I don't believe in any of this stuff before. So the person that I was before, I didn't believe in any of this stuff. I didn't believe, I would call these people Fruit Loops is what I would do. (laughs) <laughs> but I guess if God is going to punish me in a way, he's going to take the biggest skeptic and he's going to push her into this realm. And 
you know, I was born and raised Catholic, so right, you me have too. Your, you have your fundamentals of what you think heaven is and what hell is, and you know we have to be good because there's like a judgment day, and we have to not have sin. Like we have these ideals that we are brought up with. Now you have a near death experience, or let's just call it an experience. Ex- yes, let's do that. Yes. Just an experience, because the minute you say near-death experience, there seems to be a stigma attached to it. And that stigma was, for me as, an, as a skeptic, is like, oh my goodness, like there is a chemical imbalance, mm-hmm. there's something wrong, they're seeking attention, they've got a screw loose, like there's totally something wrong with this person. So coming now out of the closet, because I was quite not very supportive of other people who would maybe share their stories or I would hear... Right. I'm not that I'm like people have been very gentle with me and very, very kind with me, but you definitely have a fear of ridicule that is so paralyzing that it just wants you just you're so excited to tell the story. But on the other hand, you just want to be cut off because the fear of ridicule is so paralyzing. You can't take a step forward. So we just have if we just call it an experience then I'm hoping that the stigma of near-death experience will leave people to have a more open mind. Well, let's talk about that when we come back. Um, You know, because, you know, this is for you uh, and for us, for us it's an honor to have you on the show to talk about this. For the people listening to the show, it it is a time of uh, paying attention. Because what we're about to talk about, whether it be in your book, A Time for Change, or whether it's death, dying, and so forth, we're going to take folks on a journey of your story and why it is important to tell this story now. You know, there's a sentence in the book that I, that I highlighted. I mean, there are many things I've highlighted in the book, uh, but definitely where you talk about putting it all together. One of the things you say, and we'll talk about it when we come back, you say, other than our personal experience, there is no difference between us. This is oneness. Let's take a short break. That's why being able to talk about this is to remind all of us that we are one. This is oneness. doesn't matter what you look like, who you are, what part of the world you come from. This is the conversation. When we come back, we'll be talking with Lori about her journey, how she went through this incredible transformation and transmutation. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho, my very special guest, Lori Brewer. Galios miso dressings are delicious and made with only the finest, freshest, and all-natural ingredients. Galios miso dressings are low in fat, sugar, salt, and carbohydrates. They do not contain any artificial ingredients or any wheat, eggs, vegetable gums, or MSG. What they do contain is astonishing flavor and silky texture that can only come from using premium quality ingredients. Order online with free shipping at www.galioscafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S cafe.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation 
Talk Radio. Always inspiring and uplifting, Brenda Thine spreads love and light wherever she goes. Enlightening, empowering, and encouraging readings, Brenda connects with your guides, angels, fairies, and loved ones who have crossed over to provide you with the highest guidance possible to enable you to live your highest truth and maximize your potential. Always light-filled, a session with Brenda will have you feeling wonderful, centered, and ready to take on anything. Schedule your session now at brendathine.com. That's Brenda, T-H-Y-N-E.com. Tune in to Heart Center Talk Radio with David Christopher Lewis, a gifted Claire audience, Aquarian spiritual author, and talented musical composer on TransformationTalkRadio.com every Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. With delivering more than 4,000 messages from angels, masters, and divine beings, David will share the Ascended Master's teachings, insights, and surprising revelations to light bearers. Meet transformative guests who embody change and inspire hope and get a refreshing and deeply meaningful perspective on life. Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. Kathy's Handy are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry, and they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy's Handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate. 206-715-8126. That's 206-715-8126. And visit Kathy'sHandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home. Welcome back. Oh, Benny, we got copies to give away, too. Uh, I'm so thrilled for those of you out there tuning us in. I love introducing you to Lori, and you're going to get to hear all about her. We're going to talk about what her journey is like, but also about her gift. The book is called Heaven Time, Discovering a New Way of Life After a Near-Death Experience. And, you know, for those of you out there, we're going to make sure that you have lots of information um, but most importantly, I love how this is a reminder. And Lori's actually going to share what she started to do with me during the break. But before we do that, Lori, or I'm going to leave it up to you. What would you prefer to do first? Should we share your story with our listeners or do you want to finish clearing out the decks? <laughs> okay, so here's how it works. For, so maybe because I seem to go from different stages because that's how energy works for me. Yeah. So I, we're maybe going to have to go a little bit backwards before okay. we can go forward. So maybe, so what happens is this, when, after my near-death experience, I came back, I've had some really unique stuff, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but I've had some really unique stuff that I didn't believe in before. So as a non-believer, as a huge skeptic, like I, if it was religion, I would be an atheist. Like I am that big of a skeptic. So <laughs> when I come back to this, because anytime you play in the paranormal or mediums or spirits, you, I was raised that you were playing in kind of like the devil's background. And so, of course, we never wanted to play in the devil's background. So that was my human consciousness, my human thinking. So 
this was always off limits. I have a near-death experience, come back. Now I have these sensitivities. Some people will call them channeling, medium, psychic. Some people will call that. I don't put any labels on it. Whatever it is for you, then that is what it is. I, people will like titles. I don't like titles, and I don't like, like labels. So what happens is when I first meet with somebody, like you, Dr. Pat. Right. Now, it also doesn't have to be you. It's Benny, right? It could also be... It could also be him, too. Like, it, it, that's how energy works. And whether I'm on the phone or I'm connecting with you over the Internet, like, I have to hear your voice. So as I'm feeling the energy coming through, I have a male energy. So when the male energy comes through, when I say male energy, it doesn't have to be a man. We think of a male energy as being very strong, very commanding, very um, disciplined, very rules the roost kind of like that type of energy. So mm-hmm. we automatically, our head, our, our normal brain jumps to it and says, oh, this must be a man. Now, we have some women in our world that are very strong. My grandmother, for example, was a very strong German. She, was a very, she took care of the whole farm, all these children. She was a very strong, strong woman. She would be like a male energy, but she's also female. So when I have now with you, Dr. Pat, I have a Male energy. So that male energy with you, how it works for me is, and we want to, for me, I want to get rid of that energy so I can stay clear. So in order to get rid of that energy, it's kind of like I would always explain, it's kind of like having a burp and you have to burp or belch. (laughs) And it's like, I have to get this out before I can continue talking. Right. With your male energy, it could be like someone in your circle. It could be someone on your staff. It could be your sister, brother, mother, mother brother-in-law. It could be something like that. I've never met you before, so I don't know. But with you comes a very male energy, which means um, strong, not necessarily nice. So I don't want you to tell me, because we have obviously listeners, I don't want you to tell me who it is. Yeah, but I I do know who it is. And yeah, you're totally right on. And it's, yeah, go ahead, finish though. But I don't want anybody to disclose that because they're going to say, well, thanks very much. I didn't think you, th- you thought that way of me. So no, I'm I wouldn't do that, right? <laughs> as much privacy as I can because what we share between two people when I explain and digest energy, it has to be very private because it's a private moment just between the two of us. Yes, we have lots of listeners, but just between the two of us. So here's what happens with this energy. This energy, this male energy, masculine energy, if you will, comes in, and it's not like it's affecting your life. I get things where I have to paraphrase the best way I can, and then when I get validation from you, then I'm like, okay, that's good. My burp is gone, and I'm (laughs) able to go on. That's kind of how it works. So the energy that's in your world, it seems to be over overwhelming you are not overwhelming you but you're thinking about you're preoccupied with it you're you're pondering it you're it's kind of like in your it's in your sphere it's in your it's in your sphere and you're kind of working on it so we're going to have to work through that male energy that's just something that you're working on right now and you mm-hmm. maybe don't like the dynamic that's going on around it but you're not in control of what's there and maybe you try to be in control does that make sense oh totally Okay, well, you're not in control of that, so the minute you let control of that, that little thing is all going to just disperse because there's nothing you can do about it. Thank you. So now it's like, okay, that is what it is. Now it's like, okay, so what did you want to know about my story? (laughs) So the burp is gone. (laughs) Well, it's really interesting because, um, you know, that this has been a process for me, and this is something that it's so interesting you picked that up because... If you'd have done this, uh, if you and I would have talked, let's say, three days ago, um, that would have been such a prominent part of my energy field. And today, it really is like a burp. 
It's really no more than a burp today. So thank you for getting rid of the, you know, residual around that. Because, you know, part of what I wanted to talk with you about and for for folks that want to know about this gift you have, let's start from there. Let's talk about what you just did and how this developed for you, how it showed up. But this isn't a gift, Dr. Pat, and that's what I would like to get across. Good. That's a huge thing for me, which is very important. I am a skeptic through and through. This is not a gift. We all possess this gift. We all share in the same in the sh- same oneness. We when oneness. Let me try to explain oneness. We were all, and I believe in a higher power. Some people want to call it God, divine source, creator, whatever the label you have for it. We all have a higher power. We all hope that there's a higher power. We all have faith in it. Some people have a stronger faith than others. I have a a knowing that we have a higher power. I just know it. I don't have to have faith in it. It's just I know it. So we all have a higher power. When we were conceived by a mother and a father, we were also conceived with this higher power. This higher power has a way of communicating with us, to us, to make our life journey here a little bit easier on earth because earth tends to kick us around a lot. So we Some people would call that a gut feeling. Some people Mm -hmm. call it intuition. Some people call it psychic, spirit, um, medium. I don't care what label you want to call it. We all share the same gift from our divine source, from our creator, that he has left us with a soulless spirit and the ability to know the difference between in our soul from right from wrong. It's our human head, our consciousness that we decide, no, I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to go this way. Therefore, we suffer consequences. Now, how this came to be. The book was never meant to be a book. The book was my journal writing of how to stay on a spiritual higher level of consciousness because any time I slipped back into, and I, because I'm not a psychologist, so Mm -hmm. I am only going to go based on what I know, and then the doctors can figure out how they want to label this. I believe that there's two parts to our brain, which is our mind. Our brain has holds two parts. One is the yappy side, which is like mindless consciousness, and one is the alert side. Now, I think when, I believe, when I had my experience, I think that I lived majority of my life on the yappy side of my mind. I aimlessly did stuff. I worried about bills. I worried about my child. I worried about mm-hmm. everything. I was mm-hmm. a worrier. Now I go, I have this near-death experience, and something must have, I'm guessing, ripped open, that now I was now experiencing another side to my brain in my human body that says, okay, I have a level of intuition, a huge level of intuition that I've never tapped into before. So in my struggle, which was nine months of never leaving the home, high suicidal thoughts. And when I say, like, I was thinking, I have an insurance money, and I just thinking if if I committed suicide, I need to make sure that my insurance policy would still pay out. So I was thinking of many ways how I could take it to the next level but not lose my insurance money. And that is like severe of severe of severe depressions. I have never felt, that is not sadness, it's beyond sadness. So my struggle was not just how glorified it was, you see the white light and then come back. I had Mm -hmm. a horrible struggle coming back, Mm -hmm. but now that I come back, I wrote down in my journal how to stay on the happy side of life, how to stay intuitive, how to hear messages, how to 
maintain a happy level, how to be in a great relationship, how not to be triggered by things. And I had nothing but triggers throughout my life. I hated people. I was judgmental. I had grudges. I was like the worst of the worst. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay because I'm human. And now all of those things that I have harbored after my near-death experience, it's like, you know what? These are haunting me, and this is stopping me from moving forward. So I just wrote all my journal writings down and said, okay, to the best of my ability, this is how I have to stay connected to a divine source where I get to feel grounding messages, I get to feel the love and the peace, just like I did when I was dead. So I wanted people... The book never was meant for people. I just wanted me to keep doing it. Then when I gave it over to a couple of people to read, they're like, oh, you, you have to get this out there. But then I never had the courage to get it out there because I was so afraid people were going to think I was a Fruit Loop. So I didn't want them to think I was crazy. And I'm like, you know what? So then I sat on it for two years and said, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't. And then after my mom passed away, it was like she wanted this book out. And I said, you know wow. what, Mama? Wow. We're going to get this book out. And so now that she's gone... This is my passion. I'm going to get this book out. And God willing, whatever comments come my way, I'll take them on the chin. No problem. I love this story. And I, I love that you are so vibrantly vivacious about telling this. Because for me, this is really what creates that level of inspiration for people. You know, So that we don't think we're different. We don't. And, you know, I... I, I do believe that, you know, we are really picked in a certain way to shine in this light. You know, we're, we're, I, I, I'm not one of these people that believe that we were meant to be here with a life of suffering. Uh, I don't know how no. I've come to believe that. I don't know, you know, what inspiration I've had about it. But that's really my belief. Um, not that I haven't struggled, not that I haven't had hard times in my life. But I don't think that that, that has been why... I was put here. So when we come back from break, I'd like to talk with you about what it is that you have now come to understand about your life, about this journey, and about your message. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we'll be giving away copies of the book, Heaven Time. My very special guest, Lori Brewer, joining me here. And boy, I know if you're like me, you can't wait to chat with her when, she, when we come back. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are physical pain and illness controlling your life? Are you ready to release what no longer serves you but just cannot get there on your own? Consider an intuitive healing session with Christy Borst. Christy's love-based healing energy has had amazing, even miraculous effects on her in-person and long-distance clients. Visit HealingResonance.us. That's HealingResonance.us to book your private intuitive healing session with Christy. Get sophisticated with David and Philip Zarza. David and Philip touch on topics such as human potential, spirituality, pop culture, and purposeful living. Experience an insightful reading from David on what the universe has in store for you. Or reconnect with a departed loved one. Philip can look into an issue or anything else you may be dealing with. Go to GetSophisticated.com. That's S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com. Or call 206-420-8660. If you are one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. 
This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step -step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you are ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com. Or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. I was in the third grade. I thought that I was gay because I could draw. My uncle was and I kept my room straight. I told my mom, tears rushing down my face. She's like, Ben, you've loved girls since before pre-K. Sure. Yeah, I guess she had a point, didn't she? Bunch of stereotypes all in my head. I remember doing the math, like, yeah, I'm good at Little League. A preconceived idea of what it all meant. But those that like the same sex. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I want to welcome you back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, Go ahead and go to what? Go to the drpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. Um, for those of you that want to find out more about Lori, we're going to give you information in a second um, about her. What I'd like to do uh, now, Lori, is I'd love to be able to give a copy of the book away. And Mr. Benny is going to be busy with that. 1-800-930-2819. First caller. And you get to talk to Benny. 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give you a copy of Heaven Time, Discovering a New Way of Life After a Near-Death Experience with uh, this my fabulous, fabulous guest today, Lori Brewer. Lori, let's take us uh, on a journey. Before we do, though, please let folks out uh, know how they can find out more about you, how they, if they would like to find out more and do a, a schedule a session directly with you, please let them know how they would do that. And uh, sure. give them your website and all of the above. Sure. My website is www.lauriebrewer.com. That's L-O-R-R-I, Brewer, B-R-E-W-E-R.com, lauriebrewer.com. And I only do sessions in the morning. There's only like two, three hours. I definitely can do them by, so what I do is I phone into the people. I have a very good visit with them, and then I let them know when I'm ready to get started. I only give what I can get, and I turn, turn my little egg timer on because once I start getting into my little zone, my son calls it my rant. Once I, once I start getting into my rant, I answer all your questions. I don't want to know. 
I don't want to know your first, I don't want to even actually know your name. My first name is good, but I don't want to know anything else. Your name and your phone number, and because I don't want my mind to be tainted by any information that I could be getting in. All right. And for those of you out there, we have opened up the phone lines. First caller, we're giving a copy of the book, 1-800-930-2819 or 425-373-5527. Thank you so much for joining me here today. There's a lot we could talk about, um, you know, in terms, and we did talk a, a bit about, you know, what this message means, you know, how you've come to this place. But I, I do want to talk a little bit about, you know, what you now understand about who you are, about your life and about life in general from this experience. You also said something to, uh, before on the show that coming back was not easy. And I think that's really different, Lori. And what I want to say about that for a minute, maybe you can shed some light on it, is a lot of the stories we're hearing now, especially things in our pop culture, I, I think they've gotten a bit sugar-coated to just be make either a great movie or, you know, capture a great essence of something. But I'm, I would really like to know more about your journey back and what this has come to mean for you in your life. You know, it was, it was so difficult because when you go, now again, I've never been to heaven, so I can't say that I was in heaven, but I was definitely on a different energetic level. And let's, let's, because people always say, well, it was a dream or was this, because I, and I'm, I welcome skeptics. So any skeptic, I welcome the skeptics because I am your true sister. So here's what happens. When we have a dream, we kind of know a little bit about the dream. We know bits and pieces, but we can't really see it all. When we have to come back and tell somebody that we had a dream, there's kind of bits and pieces. Now, when you go to get put out to have wisdom teeth taken out or a surgery done, when you get first put out and you wake up, you have no idea what happened in those times that you were totally unconscious. Right. This is different than being unconscious, being in a dream. It is so different because when I even think back to it, and you don't have to think about it, you just know, it's like a part of you. When you go back to that moment... I can see everything verbatim, the way it happened, how it was, what it felt like, where I can go right back to the exact same thing. Nothing is flavored. I don't have to recall it. It's not like I need to remember it. It's just part of my system of who I am. So my journey back, when you touch a piece of paradise, the nicest thing you could ever imagine in your world, think of the best thing that ever happened to you that felt the best phenomenal amount of joy. And then you maximize that by like, I don't know, 100,000%. Uh-huh. And then when you come back, and then you come back to debt, finances, grief, sadness, horror, trauma, you look at that and say, okay, well, why am I back here? Because this, this isn't the place where I should be. Like, I need to be in that other place. And even though you get the message that's like, you got a long time, you got some things to do, you got to get stuff done your desire to not be on this little hellhole is far greater than you need to be back there than wanting to be here. And I know we have family here and my mother and my husband and my son, and I have like, I have a desire to be here, but my desire to be back there was far greater. And that put me into a bad state of depression. That was, that was just horrible. And I didn't understand what I did to be punished to be coming back here to be stuck here. So I thought, okay, yeah. so that took me a little while to kind of pull my head out of my butt and say, no, 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 enough's enough. We, we, we have to get it together here. So 
finally got it together, now that we put all this stuff together, now my message would be this. I know my cousin recently just lost her son, and it has been a horrible time for that family, and they are reeling in pain. But my message not only to that family, is to all the other families out there, we may not have a physical body here and now with us that you can see and touch and your five senses get to quench. We may not have that. Our body is in grief because we have lost someone. But that energy of that person is still here. You don't know how to communicate with them because you've never been taught that. So I just want to teach people that there is an energy here. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, I I can guarantee it, but I can't prove it. But I can tell you that there is an energy here. When you feel that person around you, you I, I don't want anybody to think that they're crazy, because mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. I need them to know that, they, that there is people around, that things do happen that we don't have control over. And we live in such a, a creative universe that we don't, even, we don't even use all of our brain. We use such a small part of our brain. Right. We don't even know. We don't even know what's happening in the universe. We have no answers for it. But my message would be, I, people have to know that the energy of their loved ones isn't gone. The only way that you're going to get into that loved one and learn how to communicate is by listening to your gut, your intuition, your spirit, by connecting to not being triggered. Like, we have triggers all around us, and that's normal. Every day, I get triggered every day. But it's what we do with those triggers. It's what we do with our moments in time. That is what's important, not this worrying about bills. You know what? We all have bills, and we all have struggles and worries, and some are bigger than most, and I respect that. But those worries will not be as prevalent if we just learn to divulge in the moment, have the moment. And if you have that moment, you are then connected to a higher power and you will have less pain. You're still going to have pain, but you're still going to have less of it. And you're going to be able to cope with all your struggles that you have. You're going to cope a little better. I'm not saying it's all going to go away miraculously. No, you're going to cope better. And I want people to have better coping skills because... You're all going to make my life easier when I have to go out in public. So it's kind of like a selfish little thing. It's tough going in public with, with nasty people. We, we live in a cruel world. Mm. And I, I, can't, I can't sugarcoat it. I, 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 I can't sugarcoat it because it is cruel. We, we do have a lot of cruelty happening. And it's, it's hard to just turn a blind eye and say, no, no, there we go. We're all happy. Well, it's not like that. Mm. And the journey was tough. But the journey, my message is the journey doesn't have to be tough. It's tough enough as it is. Let's not make it that tough. Well, you know, part of this, people say, oh, okay, you know, you've had that experience and you're now out. Now you're an author. Uh, you know, would you have, if you could do it all over again, would you do it again? Don't answer that question. When we come back, we'll talk about that. And, you know, the reason I bring this up is because, you know, you are absolutely right to feel that energy because I've been really uh, cleaning out a lot of energy. What I've discovered in my life, Lori, is that it's hard to allow for the goodness, the greatness, the high vibration, the high consciousness in if, as you said, if there is this other energy that acts as a deterrent. And when we come back, We'll talk about what that energy is. What does it mean to open up and really stand tall, even in the face of perhaps friends and family that think maybe you've lost your mind? I know I've been told that. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. 
There was a time I used to look into my father's eyes In a happy home I was a king I had a golden throne Experience this summer solstice under the Montana big sky with campfires and hikes and the Heart Center's Conference for Soul Devotion with the Divine Mothers East and West. Come in person for a rare initiation by a divine being from Sirius. The four Hindu goddesses and Kuan Yin, Venus, Mother Mary and other divine feminine beings will bring blessings, miracles, clearances and soul comfort. June 18th through the 22nd in Livingston, Montana or online. Registration details at davidclewisconference.org. The colorful world of energy is all around you. Join Lynn Brown on July 19th, 2.30 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. at Maya Whole Health Studio and learn about the colorful world of chakras, your aura, and what it all means. You'll learn how each chakra corresponds to different aspects of your physical body, material world, and why it is important to give them love and attention. Each attendee will receive a reading on the most prominent color in their aura. Let's get into it. Call 425 271 and register now. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Anxiety is in many ways a learned behavior, which is rooted in our childhood. During our early years, when we are the most dependent on others, negative feedback, judgment, or ridicule infiltrate our subconscious mind and leave us wondering whether we are really safe, lovable, or good enough. In response, a part of our mind develops protective strategies to keep us from getting hurt. Let's imagine that the anxiety you've been battling with stems from the part that has assumed the job of keeping you safe. Doesn't it then make sense that your anxiety makes you expect the worst so that you are prepared, keeps you on your toes to avoid failure, or shames and belittles you before someone else can do this to you? When you consider the source of your anxiety as a vulnerable child that just tries to keep you safe, you no longer feel that you're the victim of your own mind but instead are more easily able to take on the role of the caring, reassuring adult. Get inspired. Create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker, Sue London. Sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives. People feel hope, courage, and are ready to move forward after hearing Sue speak. Book motivational speaker Sue London for your next event at AskSueLondon.com. That's AskSueLondon.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Now the memories on the wall. I hear the songs from the places where I was born. Upon that hill across the blue lake, that's where I I love that song, Benny. Yeah, I love that. Welcome back, everyone. For more information about us, go to Facebook, uh, the Dr. Pat Show. Dot, no, Facebook, the Dr. Pat Show. Twitter, the Dr. Pat Show. 
uh, and you'll find a lot of information on there uh, about us and what we're doing. We've got some cool things, brand new website for Transformation Talk Radio coming shortly. Um, we've developed widgets for all of our hosts and co-hosts and a widget. What does that mean? It's a player and you'll get to go to their websites and see all the shows that they've done. Very cool things. Um, and then, um, you know, uh, maybe I'll get Jessica to call into the show and she could tell you how to download the app, little telephone transformation talk radio app. Uh, but all of this has been requested by all of you and all of the people we work with. And we are thrilled to be of service to doing that. Uh, joining me here today is someone that knows a bit about service, a bit about life's journey, and that's my guest, Lori Brewer, Heaven Time, discover, Discovering a New Way of Life After a Near-Death Experience. Lori, thank you for joining me here today on the show. Thank it's you. great to have you here. Um, awesome to be here. You know, the long and winding road, you know, I'm so thrilled that you've decided to talk about this and talk about the reality of what this life is like. You know, there are many of us as as kids have seen things. Mm-hmm. Um, I've shared an experience of walking into a house, my house at uh, nine years old and seeing a family sitting in my kitchen. Um, they look like they were from the 40s or something or 30s and uh, caused a big ruckus and there was nobody in my kitchen. And so, you know, you know, part of this is being able to help others and inspire others to come forth with their own truth. Because isn't it damaging sometimes, or at least in my life, all the, always, to hold this, this idea, these secrets within? What is that like to have this kind of secret, so to speak? You know, it's been, having the secret is one thing, but having no support, like, or very little family support, for example. The secret is one thing, but when you kind of get up the courage, when I first started having some visions, I remember telling a family member, um, and they were like, well, that's, that's poppycock. He goes, that's just all crap. And that was the moment that shoved me back into my closet. So keeping the secret is one thing, but not having the loving support of people that you think respect and love and, and care for you, that is far more debilitating. So now yeah. getting onto your relationships, the relationships that we have in our life are just, if you imagine, take off the faces, take off the body, and just imagine they're just energy. Just strip them down of energy. When you look at that energy of that relationship, that human, and you watch how it interacts in your world, just because we are called, just because we're related doesn't mean we're family. That was like off of one of the shows, like one of the, I couldn't remember what show. And I'm like, that is so true. Just because we share the same DNA doesn't make us family. I can have a family member that I don't even share the same DNA with. We have to be very careful. My mom was all about family, family, family. No matter what they do to you, you never turn your back on family. Well, that's kind of like a warped sense of how we should be treated in our lives. We have sometimes very cruel relationships in our lives, but we feel the need to keep them due to obligation, due to that they're family. We have to keep them. I'm saying we don't have to keep them. We just need to be prepared and take ownership of what relationship is in our life. And if we look at that only as energy and say, is that in my highest good? Because when an energy relationship is not in your highest good, not only are you hurting that other person, you're also hurting yourself and you're hurting the ripple effect around you. 
So now let's talk about your energetic when you walked into your family, your room at when you were nine years old into that little house. Right. That's like energetic imprinting. Here's how it makes sense to me. It's like energetic imprinting. It's like looking at a video that happened 50 years ago. That energy is still there. You can't just disperse it. It's like putting water in a kettle and heating it and it goes into vapor or you stick it in the freezer and it goes to an ice cube that energetic imprinting is still in the home it's not going to just up and leave just because you can see it other people can't but just because other people can't see it or sense it doesn't mean that it's not there and that's one of the things that's very important for people who are having trouble who don't want to come out of the closet who do have sensitivities who do think they're crazy logically logically their energy has to go somewhere, and just because we can't see it or sense it doesn't mean that it's not there. Right. Energy is all around us. We just have to learn how to tap into it, and that's what Heaven Time, I'm hoping, does. helps people to learn how to tap into and open up their own intuition. Wow. That's important. You know, I, this has really been awesome time with you. I really Thank appreciate you. you, and I appreciate, you know, what you've had to say because the kind of energy and the connection that that I have in listening to you is the kind that enables all of us, you know, to step in to the life that we were truly meant to have. Yeah. Um, I've tried to do it the other way. You, you know, I really have. I mean, I, I have literally most of my life resisted whatever my higher power had put in front of me and didn't trust it. I was like, I'm like skeptic like you. Um, And now uh, I so appreciate folks like you that come to the forefront to say, let us not forget this. And, you know, you said something else, too, that I that I think is important to to remind folks of is we get to choose the energies that are present in our lives. We really do get to choose that. And. um it's a beautiful reminder of what we can create. Lori, thank you for joining me here today. One more question for you. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? I think just embrace every moment, no matter how horrifically hard they are. If you can just take a moment to recognize that this moment is really tough or really happy, not all hard moments are going to be bad. Not all good moments going to be hard. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we need to seize the moment and look around because it's only in seizing the moment that we can identify relationships that shouldn't be there anymore. We can identify things that need worrying about and things that are petty. I would just say, and it's it's so trite when people always say live in the moment, people want to know how to do it. You know, you just have to just take it one step at a time, no matter how hard it is. One moment at a time, and never any more than that. Just mm. live in the moment. Wow. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Give out your website again. My website is lauriebrewer.com, L-O-R-R-I, Brewer, B-R-E-W-E-R.com. And the book for those of you out there, it's Heaven Time, Discovering a New Way of Life After a Near-Death Experience. We're going to take a shorty here on the Dr. Pat Show. And as I said before, if you want to find out more about us, go to the drpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. Uh, if you want to sign up for our newsletter, we don't do, do anything wacky with it. 
Uh, we'll just make sure that we keep you abreast of all the things that are going on, who the guests are for the week, what the giveaways are, and what you can do to support a higher level of consciousness for yourself and the planet. Uh, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with uh, Soul Suitcase. Victoria Cohen, we'll be right back. Miso dressings are delicious and made with only the finest, freshest, and all-natural ingredients. Galios miso dressings are low in fat, sugar, salt, and carbohydrates. They do not contain any artificial ingredients or any wheat, eggs, vegetable gums, or MSG. What they do contain is astonishing flavor and silky texture that can only come from using premium quality ingredients. Order online with free shipping at www.galioscafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S cafe.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Always inspiring and uplifting, Brenda Thine spreads love and light wherever she goes. Enlightening, empowering, and encouraging readings, Brenda connects with your guides, angels, fairies, and loved ones who have crossed over to provide you with the highest guidance possible to enable you to live your highest truth and maximize your potential. Always light-filled, a session with Brenda will have you feeling wonderful, centered, and ready to take on anything. Schedule your session now at brendathine.com. That's brenda, T-H-Y-N-E.com. Tune in to Heart Center Talk Radio with David Christopher Lewis, a gifted clairaudient, Aquarian spiritual author, and talented musical composer on TransformationTalkRadio.com every Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. With delivering more than 4,000 messages from angels, masters, and divine beings, David will share the Ascended Master's teachings, insights, and surprising revelations to light bearers. Meet transformative guests who embody change and inspire hope and get a refreshing and deeply meaningful perspective on life. Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. Kathy's Handy are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry, and they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy's Handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate. 206-715-8126. That's 206-715-8126. And visit kathyshandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home. 